Hi, I'm Kiki. And I'm Kemi. And you're listening to Your Advisors Will See You Now, a podcast that will help you to figure out all of your options for life after high school. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Your Advisors Will See You Now. You have Kiki and Kemi here with you today, as usual. Um, But thank you all so much again. I think Kemi said thank you last week, but we just want to say thank you to everyone that's been tuning in and listening with us. Um, We really appreciate the support. So in today's episode, so last week, I should say, we talked about community colleges. Um, So this is our series about alternatives to four-year college. Um, And last week we talked about community colleges. Today we're going to talk about vocational and technical colleges, um, which are very similar to community colleges. Um, We're going to do our best to differentiate how they um, are a little bit, how they are similar and how they're a little bit different as well. Um, And I'm, as Kimmy mentioned last week, I did a lot of the talking. We both talked, but she did. I did a lot of talking. Kemi, this is your this is your thing today, because okay. Kemi has more experience with this type of institution, much more than I do for sure. Um, so I'll just like introduce, you know, lead us into like what, how how we would define technical vocational school, and I'm gonna let Kemi take it away. Um, so <laughs> um, if you're wondering what a technical vocational school is. Um, just a brief definition or just a brief overview. At technical schools, the curriculum provides students with a broader academic foundation, which focuses on the principles of that field of study. Um, So there's things like automotive, there's nursing colleges. And I think we mentioned last week, there's a lot more gen eds. There's definitely gen ed requirements in community college or an associate's degree. Um, This a little bit different. Mm -hmm. With technical, it's more like it's just like focused on what you're going to study. Yeah. So, Kemi, can you like just talk a little bit more about like your experience at a technical school, like where you were? Like you don't have to say where you were, but like, well, if you can, if you want to, you can. But like, what what the focus of that institution was? Yeah, sure. So yeah, (laughs) so kind of just going off of what you said. So technical. So people kind of use technical and vocational schools a little bit interchangeably because if you look, there's actually a lot of schools that will have technical and vocational schools together. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, like, M, what is it, like, Lincoln Tech, they have, like, some technical and vocational skills. And sometimes you may find a place that specifically focuses on a technical school. So where I used to work, I used to work at a school that focused on the automotive industry. So mm-hmm. it did automotive, diesel, and then uh, some other campuses did, like, marine, motorcycle, and that kind of that kind of thing for, like, technical. So that was a mm. specific, specific um, focus. So it was a school that was specifically focused focus on that. Um, but you can find many other schools that are, like, what is it, MIT or whatever it is. Um, they have, like, a whole bunch of technical and vocational schools, so it's more than one. So it's it could be automotive, nail technology, um, kind of, like, medical, some kind of, like, medical sciences. So there's some schools that have, it, have mm-hmm. a whole umbrella of different things that you can pick. Mm-hmm. And then even some community colleges offer some of these as well. So it's always good to kind of do your research on that. And like we always say, do your research on here. Um, because, for example, um, let's say you're like, oh, I kind of want to I want to do say I want to do automotive. We'll stick to what I, what I know. 
you can go to a technical school, but you can also keep in mind to exchange price tags too. So let's say you're like, I'm thinking of technical, I'm thinking of doing automotive. I've never really put my hands on an engine to a car, but I'm just thinking about it. I want to put a toe in it. Maybe you could consider doing, if you're if there is a community um, community college near you that has a program, that one will probably mm-hmm. be a little more affordable. So I would say start that there. See if you could take a, one or two classes and jump right in there and then see if, you, if that's like a good fit for you. Um, versus if you go to a technical school, you're going to jump right into it. There isn't going to be mm-hmm. any dead ends. I think before like you were saying, though, Kiki, if they were to go to an automotive school, and get an associate's degree in automotive, I believe you said they would have to do some kind of jet ed. Um, the difference mm-hmm. would be if you go to a technical school, you're not going to have the jet ed piece. You're going to jump right into it. But it may be a little more costly versus mm-hmm. um, the community college route. Now, I don't think it would be as costly per se as you go to a four-year institution if you went to a technical school, no. Um, but it, if you had to compare community and the technical, one might be, right. one might be a little more pricier than the other. It depends on the institution you're looking at, though. That's a big that's a big factor. Mm-hmm. Um, Can I ask a question? Yeah. So you you mentioned I'm putting you on a spot a little bit. I'm okay. just curious. But you mentioned like MIT. Mm-hmm. That's like a really like prestigious. It's not a community college, or it's not a community college. It's a four year school. But mm-hmm. so you con- like you would consider those like voc- vocational and technical degrees yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. So I would say um, MIT. Let me pull this up on the internet before I look like a fool. But I... Well, no, but no. I mean, I think I just, I just like I would never have considered it. But you're right. You like mentioned like nanotechnology. Mm-hmm. That's like very specific. Yeah, Institute of Technology, so, MIT. Mm-hmm. I was like, did I say the right place? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's a very prestigious institute that focuses on tech. Um, mm-hmm. Well, that's also another really. Um, there are some popular technical schools that are out there as well. Um, mm-hmm. MIT, what's the other really um, popular one? Mm. Man, there's another technical school that's out there. I believe it's in the South. It's going to come to me at the end of this podcast. I swear. Okay. It has well, to. we'll say at, the end, say at the end then. <laughs> yeah, I know. When I remember, I'm, it's going to be like in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> Shout it out. I'm like, MIT. <laughs> um, but yeah. But that um, kind of going back to what we were saying before about technical and vocational schools. So it's more career focused. So mm-hmm. essentially when it comes to that, you're kind of cutting out some of the fat, if you want to say so, like you would a four-year degree. Um, so you wouldn't have to go through any gen eds or any liberal arts focused kind of courses. Mm-hmm. So you're just getting right into right into it. And you have more of a hands-on um, approach. There will be some some parts that are lecture as well, because you obviously have to understand some reading before you can put your before you're touching anything dangerous. Um, but mm-hmm. there is more of a hands-on component to it, so that way you can get the experience and the hands-on skills that you need. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's a good that's like a really good um, example of technical vocational school MIT because. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not, if, for those that don't know, we're saying MIT. I think it's like popular. It's very mm-hmm. popular, but that's Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Mm-hmm. Look it up. Very prestigious school, as Kimmy said. But that's that's one of those instances where you want to like really look at the cost. The cost, I guess, like that's return of investment mm-hmm. because MIT. It's like mainly technology and I think engineering too. I think so. Yeah. So if you're if you like know what you want to do, your career is very or your career goal is like very specific then MIT might be a good fit for you I wouldn't go to MIT 
I'm not sure they offer this degree, but I wouldn't go there to be like an art major mm-hmm. because that's not their focus. And that's a lot of money to spend to go to a technical or engineering school. So just something, this thing to keep in mind. I think we always kind of talk about like making sure you're making it worthwhile, mm-hmm. worth your time and your money. Um, so yes, yeah, some instances, a four-year degree might be required. MIT could be a great option for students looking to do like very specific, like nuanced technology and mm-hmm. engineering fields. Um, but if you, if you can go to, if, if MIT doesn't offer what you want to do, you can probably go to any other four-year school or even a, you know, community college that offers something in engineering and technology. Um, but again, just something I want to point out to keep in mind. Yeah, and there are some um, technical, vocational technical schools that offer bachelor's degrees as well. Because I was looking mm-hmm. online and I found one that offered associates and a bachelor's degree. I believe it was in like some kind of IT and had different kind of specializations within it. Mm-hmm. So there are different schools that can it just can just be a quick two-year program. You're in, you're out, or you can go longer and more in-depth in the program if you want. Um, something to consider with your technical and vocational school is if you wanted to transfer to a four-year college like mm-hmm. later on, you're not probably going to get many classes. You're going to be lucky if some of your classes transfer over because you don't, yes. you don't have gen eds. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're going to go to a four-year school and you're like, oh, yeah, I took um, a course in like nail, techno- like nail tech. And it's like, well, that's not going to, you know, it's not going to be waived for like a history class. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. there's not many similar classes that can be waived. So that's, you'll probably have to start fresh in that manner. Um, so definitely do your research in terms of you're like, eh, I'm really, really into, I want to jump right into a career. I want to get into the job field. This is what I want to do. And you can just jump right in and, and do this versus you're like, Oh, I'm not really sure. Um, like, do I want to go back to pursue for your college later on? Kind of, take that time to look within yourself and see what you can kind of see yourself in the future thinking, or if you want, what kind of flexibility you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. So that's something to consider as well as your cost as always, you know? Um, oh, and something else I wanted to po- talk about with some of these technical vocational schools, some of them also do have like a, like housing. So some of them still mm-hmm. do kind of have that, that kind of, you know, college experience. So some of them do offer that. Not all of them. You have to do your research as well. Ours, where I used to work at, it wasn't on a, it wasn't your typical campus where the dorm was like on the same property. No, it was like there were part apartments that students can get through this housing kind of process mm-hmm. and students mm-hmm. could live together, but it wasn't the same as you had in, in like a typical RA in a, in like a hall. So it wasn't mm-hmm. the same that it was like some apartment so you also see real life people so that was definitely <laughs> different <laughs> real life people yeah, you see real life people so that was definitely something different That's yeah cool so is apply is application process any different than so like applying i think i know we said applying to a community college is pretty mm-hmm. simple is the admissions process any different for vocational yeah. technical the admissions process um, is pretty similar to a community college, unless you go to a specific institution where they may require a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually it's the kind of same application. You fill out the form, you send in your, your transcript, you give them your GPA. Some places have like a GPA requirement. Usually there's not like a GRE that needs to be completed um, based on what your specific area of focus is going to be. Depends on what your, your area of focus is. Um, but 
the application process isn't as intense as it would be for a four-year competitive school. Okay. Yeah. That's so good to know. Yeah. So it's like, hey, you're like, I kind of know what I want to, what I want to be. I kind of know what I want to do. I can just jump right into it, and it is a pretty smooth transition. Um, but as always, do your research in terms of what your career is going to look like, what the what the salary is going to look like, or what's um, is there going to be kind of like any increase within my job moving up the ladder or not mm-hmm. later on. So something I would say to do, but I always say to do this anyway with any college that you go to is where's my list of questions over here something that you should do when you're visiting any kind of college period four-year community college technical school vocational school is definitely ask um what are the career outcomes here because they Mm. should all have some kind of data that's there um you should also be asking what's the average salary like what does like kind of the lifespan of this job look like was there kind of increased does it kind of just level off at one area or like what what's what is it kind of going to look like if I were to do this career for the rest of my life Mm -hmm. um do you have any affiliations or or connections with companies that could aid in solidifying employment after I graduate um what's the percentage of people that get a job right after? What's the percentage of people that continue their education afterwards? And something that's kind of cool about technical and vocational schools is since it's so specific, um, especially in different uh, like communities or different states, like there may be a technical school or vocational school in that area that fits a need for the community. So if that's the case, mm-hmm. they're gonna have more partnerships in the community to link that's you true. up with to get a job afterwards. Um, at my previous job where I worked, it was, there was a lot of students that were getting jobs right after they graduated because of the fact that there were so many partnerships. It was a specific need that was needed in the community. Like we work in New England. There's people that, that are driving. Like I mean, people are driving everywhere. Honestly, mm-hmm. you, can, you can take that career anywhere, which is kind of cool. You can take that career anyway. Anyway, right. you can go to California. You can go to Europe. You can go wherever, you know. <laughs> um, you can take that skill with you anywhere, and it's going to be in demand. Based on where you live, yeah, that could be um, – that's when the salary can get a little different, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you can take that skill anywhere. And it, because of that, um, we did have a lot of partnerships with different companies, whether it was like diesel companies, like Peterbilt, or um, so many different names like that you see. Um, kids were just getting these jobs because they were like, yeah, we need technicians. And, oh, you're going to a school that's for technicians? Oh, perfect. Let's let's link up. Mm-hmm. Um and then also that's something to consider when looking at a technical or vocational school is kind of look at specializations for what your focus is going to be. So where I worked, there was a specialization for Nissan and like Mercedes-Benz. Some other different campuses had like BMW, Tesla, mm-hmm. like, you know, like all the big ones and all the cool cars or whatever. <laughs> so if that's what you really want to work with, all cars are not the same. Like, yeah, they're on four wheels. Yeah. But they're not all made the same. There's different um, different technology that goes into it. It's more than just a um, oh, and do your research when it comes to schools in terms of what they're going to actually be doing. Working on a car is not just a wrench. There's tons of you're you're using computers now on cars. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not you're putting in oil. That's it. You're using a wrench or something. You're banging on the car. That's not what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're actually hooking up a computer system to it. Because there's different codes for different cars now. So, um, mm. so that's where specializations come in. Mm-hmm. And then with specializations, there's also different pay grades. So that's something to keep in mind, too. 
No, that's really good. I know, I know our community college where I work, they they have like BMW and Tesla, and so many students are like, I just want to, I just want to do Tesla and BMW or BMW. And I'm like, wait, you got to start somewhere first. So I would, th- I would think that's like a thing for anywhere. Like if you want to do like those higher end mm-hmm. positions, maybe you got, you have to start somewhere. So you have to mm-hmm. start with like the entry level coursework first mm-hmm. before you can just jump right into like, you know, for us, we're talking about automotive specifically, but I'm sure like any other position that has some higher end specializations, you have to yeah. start somewhere because no one just goes in, no one BMW. Like, you got to learn. You got to learn brakes. A car. Right. You got to learn, learn a car first. <laughs> you got to learn engines. You got to learn. I'm going real basics because I would even have students yeah. in my office. And like, yeah, I got the pistons going and then I got the hyperfluid and I got that. I was like, I was like, so you're getting A's? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I had some students that were so into cars and I was like, man, once you get real specific, <laughs> you're gonna lose me. Yeah, you lost, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, I turned the key and the, and the car started. All right. I was gonna say, I know how to drive the car. That's just about it. For real, yeah. That's about it. But um, but I mean, that's the that's the really cool thing about doing a technical and vocational career too is you can jump into a career more easily, like right after graduation, mm-hmm. because you know you can you know like the specific demand of that market, and also since it's so specific, you can also do specific research too. Like, oh, I want to do welding. So you can look specifically at what kind of welding, where in areas, like where in areas, what specific kind of welding there is. Um, oh my goodness. I found out, what was it called? Me and my husband were watching this, like, this kind of miracle story. This guy was doing welding, um, mm-hmm. like uh, this like oil rig out in the middle of the ocean and you're just deep in the water and we were just like, how much does that cost? How much is this? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll tell you, you could probably work it one year and you'd be set. But um, yeah, it's a dangerous, it's a dangerous job. So that's why they make so much money. Very I mean, like they're also like really like it's a lot of work, but like it's really risky. Very. Yeah. Yeah. It, there's actually like a Netflix movie about this guy that happened, but I'm not gonna go off on a tangent on this podcast. But anywho. Like, <laughs> specific to like what you want to do so welding if you want to do like welding on on ocean rigs you want to do welding on just basic buildings you can underwater 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 welding yeah yeah so you can look into that specific uh kind of welding and then look at different locations you're like oh california makes more money here or ohio makes less money here you can figure out where to like where um where the money where where you want to make the most money too Mm -hmm. so it's kind of easy to do some like pin on research for what you want to do versus like let's say you're like oh I kind of I want to do something in the medical field there's multiple things in the medical field Mm -hmm. you know so I mean it's not bad but you will have to take a lot more research to figure out what's going to be the best fit for you you know exactly Mm -hmm. can you can you too like can you just list like some other I know we talked about like welding automotive you mentioned healthcare but can you just like mention some other vocational like vocations that are out there that are like more popular too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to look on one of the websites I'm looking at right now. So you have like electrical electronics, you have medical coding and billing, mm-hmm. aesthetics, heavy equipment, nail technology, patient care, HVAC. Yeah. HVAC makes a lot of money. Uh, collision to repair and refinishing. Mm-hmm. It's probably a lot of that up here up North. Uh, <laughs> Cause there's a lot <laughs> of traffic computer networking machining and manufacturing 
Here we go. Welding technology. Right. Massage therapy, dental assistant, culinary arts, cosmetology, diesel technology, medical assistant, medical assistant technology. What else do we have here? I lost my other list. Those are really those are really good ones though, because th- th- those are things that you see people do like every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like your dental hygienist likely didn't go; they didn't have to go do a whole degree. Um, I don't I don't know if we've like differentiated like degrees versus like what you what the outcome is in vocational school, but I think Kimmy and I were talking earlier. We said that's more like um, it could be a diploma. So where we talked mm-hmm. about last week, last week we talked about community colleges, you get an associate's degree. Those are like your typical two-year degrees. I think you did mention this though, like vocational school can take a lot less time, mm-hmm. um, but the outcome is usually a diploma. So again, you're like you're getting like your dental hygienist, they literally just did dental hygiene coursework. Mm-hmm. Probably, you know, probably, yeah, probably some biology. They probably did some biology uh, and writing because you need that for your classes. But for the most part, it was dental hygiene. Um, nail tech. Is that, you said nail tech, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nail tech. Like, that for sure is one that you can just go in, get that skill set, and you can show on your resume you've gone through X amount of hours of nail technician training. Mm-hmm. And they're going to look at that and say, oh, okay, of course they're going to, like, you know, ask you to prove yourself. But that... A lot of times it's just like show, being able to prove the hours of training that you have in a specific field. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily a degree. It's just like a diploma. Um, but it could be some type of like just shorter training that you're like, you know, more hands-on training, as we mentioned. Um, mm-hmm. So I kind of just differentiating like time-wise, credit-wise, a diploma is a lot less than mm-hmm. a degree. Um, but if, again, like we've been mentioning, if you've done your research, and you really know you're going to be in this specific field, that could be the best route for you mm-hmm. in, what, in what you want to do career-wise. Yeah. I think also what's, what's – I think if I – whenever I have a child, um, I think something that I would be <laughs> interested in doing is I would probably have them go to maybe like a technical high school because you're still learning basic mm-hmm. education as well, but you're also getting your hands on some other hands-on things for like that are applicable to a career. Right. So they can kind of get a taste of, oh, well, maybe this might be something I'm interested in. Um, so they kind of can make the make that kind of way that option themselves. They want to go to a four-year or just jump into a, a career. Mm-hmm. Um, something that's also beneficial too about going to like maybe a technical high school is you have something called CTE. So it's like a career in technical education. So usually mm-hmm. it's a course that's a specific trade. And then depending on where you go to school, like if you're going going to go to a trade school after high school, sometimes they'll, they'll have you test out. So you can test out of a course so, to waive a course. So some um, places actually mm. do that. So that's pretty nice too. So if I went to um i'm trying to say something else more than automotive but that's where i worked so i'm gonna use it again (laughs) but like uh we had a student we would have some students that went to a technical high school and they did automotive in their high school for like two years like junior and senior year so what we would do is we would see their transcript we knew um that their high school was a certified technical high school Mm -hmm. and we would just have them test out so i forgot it was like basic automotive 101 or something like that like they could test out or something yeah. like that um and that's cool because then they would also save money um, off that way of course too right though we have the same thing so you're mentioning automotive i just thought about 
I mentioned nail tech, but like more broadly cosmetology. I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of students that have done cosmetology like hours at high school, like you said, yeah. technical high school. Um, and they come in and they, if they've done a certain amount of hours, they can get credit or like waived, you know, from certain classes in the cosmetology program because they've already done those hours in high school. So that's a really good point. Yeah. And those are more popular these days too, I feel like. One of my friends, her daughter is in a culinary focused program. Um, she's a freshman, but like her plan, she wants to, you know, do culinary arts in college. So it is really cool because even if you even if you're a student or you as a student don't do that career later on, you at least you've you've gotten experience, like you've gotten hands-on experience in a career field. But I think that can also let you know like what that field's gonna look like. So if you're like you're 15 and you've been through these classes, you're like, I don't want to do this, but you're going to continue on with the program. Or you maybe say, this is not for me. I don't want to continue with it. I'm just going to do, you know, regular high school and keep researching. That's a great time to kind of discover if you enjoy it or not. I know it's a young age, like you don't really know other things yet, but you've still gotten your, you've still gotten to, you know, dabble in. Experience, yeah. Right. You've gotten to dabble in the workforce kind of like, you know, like, you know, service yeah. level. it's kind of like so. a light internship, you know right. what I mean? Thank like you. a light internship, because let's be honest too. It's kind of difficult for some people to um, get internships in the summer, especially for like a high school kid in mm-hmm. like, a, or depending on even the career. So like, for example, if I was able to get an internship with like a women's group or something like that, so I could under, so I could get some experience like for psychology. Mm-hmm. But I, I could never obviously sit in like one on one for like HIPAA right. information. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? To to sit there and you know, but it's kind of like if I was to sit in one of those conversations, they'd be like, I don't know if I can handle being a psychologist. <laughs> so, right, you had the experience and you can I, see what it's like. <laughs> yeah, so any experience that you could kind of get um, in any kind of job field or any job interest, like see if you can get it so you can at least have some insight to what you want to do. Because mm-hmm. yeah, like you're young, yeah, you're not going to understand everything, but at least put some options in front of you and then go from there versus like, right. I don't know, I don't know. Like just start exploring a little bit and then make some decisions that way. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then something else that I, I think is kind of cool is based off some of these trade schools, um, these, these different trades. Um, if you wanted to, you could also have like some extra side income. So if you have like a full time mm-hmm. job, and let's say you do something like uh, maybe like you do plumbing or you do construction or something like that, you could also still do like your own side gigs. Like, and your family's right. gonna be like, hey, can you come over and fix this? And like, yeah, if you can kick for a fee, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and then let your other friends know, let your other people know, like exactly, you could, you could start your own, you can get some side money, you could also start your own business. So that's also an excellent thing that you could do, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then even save on some things for yourself around your house you know like I wish that I knew how to do um some automotive things so that way I could handle it myself instead of exactly having to go to the shop um I wish that I knew I wish that I did like shop or something back in school mm-hmm. like wood shop or something yeah just so I can like I have so many ideas for like creations for my home, but it's like I can't create that, and I'm not trying to spend money for that, mm-hmm. <laughs> or just even fixing something, you know. So, or even um, what what did I used to teach back in the day? Like it was like sewing or home ec. Like home ec, yeah. Home ec. I would take home ec. Honey. I know. I, I need, would. I need that. Still you know, today. Did you save money if you can fix your clothes and you can make yeah. your own clothes, and then you can make your own clothes and sell clothes? So exactly. I would make money off of that. So there are definitely things like that that you can make your own little small business off of too. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's absolutely true. But yeah, I think I think this has been hopefully a really great like um, overview. And I'm, I'm also thinking of the type of student that maybe would want to get into a vocation mm-hmm. or trade. If you know you do not want to be in an office <laughs> all day or working with people in certain capacities is not for you. Um, and of course, it's like, Vari- like a wide variety of jobs, people facing jobs, things like that. But um, if you love working with your hands, like we mentioned welding, we mentioned automotive, um, even medical assisting, if you just like to kind of be a scribe, so a scribe the people that kind of just take notes, but like in the medical field, if you know you don't really want a specific job, but you like to work with, like I said, your hands or you like to be creative in different ways, a trade or vacation might really be for you. And again, mm-hmm. we mentioned the time. If you don't be in school for a lot longer, you've already, if you've already been in school for 12 years and you're just like, I'm going to get out of high school and go get a job, this is a great option for you. Mm-hmm. Um, or even if you just come out of high school, you want to just start something. Kimmy just mentioned, you know, having side gigs or um, just having skills in something you wouldn't traditionally have a skill in. This is a great start. If you want to go, back, if you want to go back to school later on, that's great. Um, but you know, you have this, these credentials already, like under your belt. Um, so there's something to think about if you're like you're wondering, like, is this for me? If you want to be a doctor, now this is not for you. Um, right. Possibly not for you. I'll say, I'll say that. Maybe it's not for you. Maybe again, you want to just get into something quickly to have job experience. But if you want to go to medical school or you want to be a dentist go towards that pathway. But if you want to mm-hmm. be a mechanic or you want to be like we said, a nail tech or medical assistant, definitely look into these, um, the trade schools, vocational schools, and again, community colleges in your area to see what mm-hmm. they offer. Um, and even what kind of funding is out there for students that get into those fields. Mm-hmm. I think you mentioned a good point there, Kiki. You were like, well, if you want to be a doctor, then you shouldn't take this. So it's kind of knowing like, Maybe if you're like, man, I kind of want to get, I want to jump into a trade school now, but I also still want to have some opportunities later on to possibly mm-hmm. go to a four-year school. Maybe you could look for some kind of trade school option within a community college, because then you could get your right. gen done, mm-hmm. and then you could get your vocational training done. So then you're able to jump into the industry, but then you're like, oh man, I kind of want to go, I'm thinking about going back to school and going to a four-year college, Well, at least you have gen eds, so that way you can jump into right. a four-year after that. So mm-hmm. it gives you flexibility in that right. So you just kind of have to think about, again, to think about your options, test some ideas out, see what, you, what you're thinking of, what your, your path may be. I'm the kind of person where I, I love having my options open. So mm-hmm. I would probably look for a community college to do the gen eds and then jump into a career just in case I want to go back to school. Right. Um, so that's the kind of person that I am. But let's say mm-hmm. I'm, a pers- I'm a person that's like, oh, I just love doing nails. I've been doing this for my whole entire life. I love the creative part of it. I want to maybe start a business someday. I, want, I know I want to be a tech, then go go be a tech, go, um, go learn to be a hairstylist. You know what I mean? That there, mm-hmm. if that's your passion, then, then stay with that. If you know that's your passion, some people don't know what their passion is. So, so some yeah. people need more, uh, need more flexibility in their options. You know what it's I mean? It's true. And yeah. let me backtrack too. Cause I did say, if you want to be a doctor, this maybe not, maybe not, may not be for you, but I just thought about, so like some students, they, some students just do a traditional pathway to becoming a doctor. They just go through four years of undergrad and, medical school and residency. But if maybe you wanted to like just dip your foot in the medical field <laughs> waters or like healthcare field waters, maybe you want to start as a CNA 
I would consider a CNA like a trade or a mm-hmm. vocation or more vocation, I should say, because um, that doesn't take a long time to be cons- become certified. Some mm-hmm. programs for um, so that's like a nurse aide or certified nurse assist nurses assistant. Those can be six week programs, and you can get you take your test to become a CNA, and you're certified to go work as like a health aide. You can work in the hospitals, so that could be your introduction to the healthcare field. Mm-hmm. But as we mentioned, you can be working as a CNA and going back to school possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, or I know for students that or people that want to be a PA, which is a physician assistant, they have to have a certain amount of clinical hours. That could be a CNA, it could be different types of um, like healthcare assistants. So again, maybe if you have a career goal and you know it needs some clinical hours or experience, then okay, sure, go ahead and start with something. <laughs> a certificate or like a trade first. Um, so you have, so you can like build your clinical hours up. Um, so that's why I was like, let me just backtrack because there could be certain instances yeah. where you may need to have that first. Mm. I like that you mentioned that though, Kiki, because there's definitely, if you're doing like some kind of medical science, there might be some hours that you need. So that's really mm-hmm. good that you said, said that because at least you can be working and getting those hours too mm-hmm. that you can bring. So that's really, really helpful that what you just mentioned there Um, thanks and then i pulled up this list so this is actually from indeed and it's 12 high paying trade jobs so let's kind of review it i know that you know high paying is kind of like you know (laughs) a personal opinion but let's just see what they got to say um and just keep in mind that these are careers that you could jump into after going to a trade school so kind of like two years some 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 trade schools like you can get like your your diploma from a trade school, like two years or even less. The other mm-hmm. job, the, my previous job, when I worked at a technical school, um, you could get your automotive degree in one year. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. I was like, well, let me sign up then. But, <laughs> <laughs> but so just think about kind of the exchange of time and, um, and that kind of sort of thing. So, but let's just dive into some of these listed um, options. So one of them is licensed practical nurse. Another one is HVAC technician. Another one is, what does HVAC do? So HVAC is changing old filters, installing yeah. heat pumps that reduce carbon emissions, upgrading equipment, performing routine maintenance. Mm-hmm. And then a home inspector. This one looks pretty good. It's like 52000 a year. Mm-hmm. I was like, hmm. Yeah. I can do that. I know. I can do that. This is this, helping us, Kiki. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, Skirt. I know. <laughs> home inspector. I know they were making a lot of money this year with everybody buying houses. True. What they do is um, they check cracks in foundation walls, mm-hmm. leaking gas lines, rotten wood and termites, structural issues with the roof, flooring, foundation, and attached garages. Yeah, so, mm. they, so they make sure that your house is like up to code. Mm. Like basically that it's like livable. Yes. Yeah. So that's livable. Um, plumber, yeah, they be making money like right off. The yes, jump. I keep on hearing that, and I'm like, my like, God, you trying to talk to me now? Right. <laughs> like, I, but... <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> but they be making good money right off the right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously they do the not so great things. So clear obstructions from sinks and drains, test water pressure, estimate repair costs, and communicate with clients. I don't have the stomach for that, so I don't think that's. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see what else we have here. Electrician, landscape designer, hmm. mm. boiler maker. Now I know that makes money because I swear every person that I know that has a house, their <laughs> boiler went out. 
I'm not even lying to you. You always say that to you. I know you always said that to everybody. <laughs> At some point, you're like, yeah, the boiler went out. I swear to you, every, like several people that I knew that had a house, like, yeah, I got to call the boiler. The boiler went out. I'm like, so I, if I ever buy a house, I got to make sure I got the, the money for the boiler preset. <laughs> I've heard Kimmy say that so much. It's true, though. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good one. I suggest yeah. you guys look into that. Um, and then what they do is reading blueprints that indicate the size of the boiler and how the parts fit together. Installing hmm. smaller uh, pre-made boilers, overseeing installation and assembling large boilers by welding, riveting, and bolting parts together, ensuring the boilers don't have any leaks or defects, maintaining boilers by repairing and replacing existing parts. We have respiratory therapists. That was really popular. That's That one's really becoming popular, especially... Um, I know, I know they were working overtime during COVID mm. respiratory therapists. So that's true. That's, why that's, that's becoming true. a lot more popular. Yeah. We're, we're still in COVID, but you know, I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause it even says connecting patients who can't breathe on their own ventilators and showing mm-hmm. patients are receiving proper amount of flow of oxygen, performing appropriate treatments and teaching pre- breathing exercises to help patients breathe easier. Yep. Oh, wow. Construction manager has like 84,000 per year. Mm-hmm. Um, hiring a team of construction workers, overseeing the construction crew throughout the construction process, getting the necessary building permits, making sure that everything compiles with building codes and regulations. I know they were pretty busy this year too because people were just making homes, buying homes. But even buildings, like if you you think about it too, like you said, um, thinking about where you live Mm -hmm. and how that will base kind of the demand. If you live in a city that people are moving every day, or they're just building up the city, then you know construction management. Oh yeah, is super popular. Oh for sure. Because even if you even like um, one of our good friends, he ends up buying a house. He got it like right on like a good a good cusp because mm-hmm. he got it for a really good price. It was right before COVID, and I think it was like there's another plot of land that's going to be, I forgot what famous company is going to be out there, but there's going to be a lot of workers that are going to flock to the area for the company. Mm-hmm. So he got it at a good price before like their building was already, was already up. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, and I know that there's a lot of construction like managers that are kind of hopping on locations in that area to start mm-hmm. building apartments for that. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you do, if you can, you know, kind of forecast that you could make a lot of money that way. So, right. Mm-hmm. Um, we have on here dental hygienists. Kiki mm-hmm. always talks about dental hygienists. Mm-hmm. And then we also have ultrasound, ultrasonographer. Hmm, I didn't know they made that much money. Um, mm-hmm. Consulting with patients and answering questions about the procedure, operating and maintaining imaging equipment, analyzing images and creating a summary of initial findings to the doctor. And then we have radiation therapists. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. They make a lot of money. They make like six figures. Wow. Wow. Um, explain treatment okay. to patients and help develop a treatment plan, update patient records with detailed notes after each treatment session, operate machines to administer concentrated levels of radiation to affected areas, keep parts of body that aren't being test- treated safe from radiation exposure. Mm. Hmm. But yeah, that was 12, 12 high-paying trade jobs. And this is from Indeed. This is not for me. <laughs> Do not come after me and say, Cammy said, no, right. I, I read off Indeed. <laughs> okay. And this was it's, published uh, September 21st, 2021. Oh, so that's very recent. Very cool. Yeah, so that's very recent. Um, I was going to say, you just mentioned like HVAC, plumber, something else. Um, we've said welding. I, I feel like those are trades that people like look down on. 
mm-hmm. a lot. They're like, I don't want to be a plumber. I don't want to do HVAC. But we need those things. We do. So like, think about, I'm not about to be looking at somebody's toilet if it overflows. because mm-hmm. Or if there's like a pipe burst in their yard. I'm not going to be doing it. I'm going to hire somebody mm-hmm. who is skilled in that to do it. Mm-hmm. Think about how many people's, like Kimmy mentioned, boilers bursting or whatever. Boilers breaking. Pipes bursting. Um, your H, your AC goes out. Your heat's not working in the wintertime. You mm-hmm. need those people. So just look into them. Be humble. Do your mm-hmm. research and see. Because maybe it's something you really could enjoy. Um, kind of yeah. like, yeah, but so many people, we just need those. We need these trades. And they really are like the backbone. Like You mentioned really... We mentioned construction, but within that, like people, home inspectors, Mm -hmm. um, plumbers, HVAC specialists or whatever are all involved in the construction process. Like once the foundation of the house is up, you need people to come in, put the boilers in, put the AC, HVAC systems, all of that. So somebody has to do it. Um, It's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy because now that I think of it too, like when COVID hit, there were so many people that lost jobs, but people that had trade jobs. Like my friend, yeah. Um, me and my friend, uh, my friend Pat, he does automotive. He's like, no, I'm going in because cars are still moving. You know what I mean? True. Like, trucks, yeah. Trucks are still going. Like you know, um, these jobs are always in demand and they're on need. So these jobs didn't even rest. So a lot of these jobs, like, well, I can't speak for all of them. Um, some people were just still out here working because they needed to. Mm-hmm. Or think about we were all in our houses last year, using a lot more energy or using a lot more of our resources. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely the electrician exactly exactly they're out here i'm sure a lot more than normal Mm -hmm. because we're all using heat or air or using a lot more water so flushing the toilet more using watching tv more well there wasn't there wasn't even toilet paper so no i'm just kidding true well or they're using right exactly people were buying bidets last year though side note but yes um so these are these are professions because they are, these are professionals as well. These are professions that we absolutely need. So be humble, like I said, do your research. Um, you know, if you see somebody in your neighborhood that's an electrician from AT&T one day, if you're like, hmm, that might be for me. Or you're like, what are they doing? Go out there and chat with them and see what they do. That's the best mm. way just to like talk to people who are doing things. Like they're coming in your house or coming in your space anyway. If you're If you're a young person listening, and you're just intrigued by it, just ask them a few questions. Yeah. Get their get their feedback. It doesn't hurt to just have a conversation. Um totally. and just so you can learn so you can learn more about that that skill. Um, yeah. I think yeah. so you can learn more about that skill. And something else I was thinking too is some trade skills can also be demanding on your body. So mm-hmm. that, talk to people that have been in that trade school for a long time. Um, because I, there's been some I forgot what job I was talking to somebody. They're like, yeah, it took like a toll on my body. And now I'm just like, I wish I kind of would have maybe made a different path to like adjust to, to shift to something else that I could do next. Yeah. So those are also things to consider as well. You know, I don't want to sit here and say trade schools are the only way to go. Cause it's not like it's, it's whatever fits you the best. It could mm-hmm. be a trade school, it could be community college. It could be a four year. This is whatever, everybody has a different, a different flow, different needs. So whatever is going to, um, fit you and your plans and your priorities that's what you need to think about but that could be any of those options could be for you just think about exactly. it exactly mm-hmm. very very true yeah but with that kiki i think we're wrapping up this episode i think so too yeah um yeah well 
hopefully, again, hopefully that was a really um, different perspective on what a trade school, vocational school can offer, how they differentiate, how they differ, I should say, from community colleges and four-year colleges. Um, again, the purpose of this podcast is just to give you all options, all your options for life after high school. So we're just throwing them, throwing them out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so what are we week, doing? Yeah, what are we doing next week? Yeah. I think next week we're talking about gap year. Yes. Or gap years. Um, so if you're intrigued, just quick snippet. A gap year is maybe you just graduate from high school um, and you want to take some time off between high school and your next step. We don't know what that next step is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it could be after high school. It could be after college, honestly, as well. Mm. Um, so we'll just talk about just options if you're not ready to go, I guess, pursue further education after high school or college. What other alternatives are out there for you? Nice. Good wrap up, mm-hmm. Kiki. Thanks. <laughs> All right, guys. We will see you in the next one. See you. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening to the latest episode of Your Advisors. We'll see you now. Please make sure to follow us on all of our social media pages and check out our website. Take a look at the show notes below. And please make sure to subscribe and share this podcast. Also, show us some love and please leave a five-star review. Catch you next time. See ya.